Big Lezzers League, an all rugby league experience. Hello and welcome back to BTFU's Rugby League show. Uh, we've got some new hosts this season as well. You won't have to stare at my ugly mug for too much longer. You've got Big Les and then you've got Extra Large Les, Darcy Lustig <laughs> over here. How are you, brother? Good, mate. Good. You excited for the new year? Yeah, pumped. Uh, excited for the footy. Um, yeah, it should be a good season. Yeah, super keen to kick off, mate. It's going to be a big season this year. Heaps even doubt. Um, yeah, and obviously you'll be joined by Renee Gartner as of next week as well. Yeah, uh, pumped to work with someone like Renee. Yeah, she's good. Obviously, a lot of experience. Um, you know, she's like one of the boys. She knows it was, she knows her footy. So um, keen to uh, get into it every week with her. Yeah, it's going to be good fun this season. Uh, let's quickly touch on the trials. Yep. Uh, firstly, we'll talk about the World Club Challenge. Obviously, a bit of controversy about how the game was refereed and the outcome of the game. Um, obviously, a massive loss for the Panthers, losing two mm. World Club challenges in a row now. What are your thoughts on it? Yeah, look, without taking anything away from Wigan, because they were right up for that for that game, especially in that first half, um, their line speed, um, they were right up for it. The, the calls really, really crueled, uh, crueled Penrith. You know, obviously, the Lee Martin strip call, they're right towards the end. They would have given them a set of six right on the line um, with a couple of minutes to go. Uh, and obviously, the try, the Wigan try, uh, that got sent up for the for the video ref. I thought personally that it was short, yeah. and then it was a double movement. Mm. So, um, but obviously the they, they seen uh, otherwise. But mm. you know, I think I seen that the the uh, the NRLs in talks to maybe overtake the the Super League, and I think that would honestly be the best thing that could possibly happen for the mm. Super League because. You know they've got probably three or four strong clubs there, and the rest are sort of just just mm. battling, just battling to stay alive. And there's no real leadership from the top, uh, from the people running the Super League. Uh, the people running the clubs, mate, they fight for everything, for absolutely everything. Mm. There's good people there, but um, they're just directionless. So I think the, the, if uh, you know the NRL get over there and overtake it, it'll be good mm. for the game. So. Well, the Super League's like Rugby League, NRL, like five or ten years ago. That's yeah, how far they're behind. It so. is, mate. Yeah, you know, obviously the funding over there is, is, isn't strong, but they're just so stuck in their ways mm. over there. Um, you know, they obviously like the the, uh, the original teams, um, you know, Wakefield, um, Castleford, but, you know, probably, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit bitter on them, obviously, because uh, I was at Toronto and, um, you know, that all sort of went down the drain. But, you know, now you look at the NRL trying to, start up that uh, American uh, competition. You know, they've taken those games, obviously, to Vegas this week. Mate, we had a, a foot in the door there. You know, we're getting 12,000 uh, in the middle of Toronto to our games. We signed Sonny Bill Williams. Um, you know, our owner probably didn't help us, but, you know, at the end of the, end of the day, I think they uh, they ruined a really good opportunity there. But mm. anyways. Yeah, totally. Well, a few calls in that game that obviously didn't go the way of the Panthers. Um, yeah. That Liam Martin strip call was... Horrendous, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was. Um, you could see him yelling um, for his teammates to get out to to uh, get out of the tackle when he stripped it, and then that would have given them, you know, a set right on their line. And uh, Nathan Cleary showed us in the in, in the mm. grand final when the pressure's on, uh, he performs, but uh, wasn't to be. You know, it's bad when the English commentators who are very biased are going <laughs> the way of the NRL as yeah, well. Yeah, um, yeah, and they were supposed to ref with the NRL rules as well. That was something that they said during the game and when that call happened as well. So yeah. interesting to see that they didn't. Uh, we, talked, we talked about the Wigan try already. Yep. I thought that for the Panthers, obviously they turned up in, in the second half as yep. well. But I thought Dylan Edwards and his kick returns were, were massive for yep. the Panthers. And I think he definitely helped them win that game in a very tight game as well obviously as we said some decisions mm. that went against the Panthers but 
the reason it was so tight was because Wigan were kicking the Panthers into their own end yep. and Dylan Edwards was getting them out every time. Yep. 288 metres, a line break, 12 tackle bus, 71 post-contact metres. I mean, Dylan Edwards is coming red hot into this season, isn't yeah. he? And you think um, when, the, when they go play the World Club Challenge, they've, uh, the English team has already played, say, two or three trials uh, and they've already played round one. So, um, Whereas Penrith, they wouldn't have played since the grand final. They wouldn't have played any trials. That's the first game. So... Um, you know, they, they were right up for it, but you know, you go over there, it's cold. Penrith have been training in 40 degree heat, um, it's freezing, but you know, you, obviously, you can't take anything away from Wigan. Um, but you know, Penrith now, I think that's four, four World Club challenges and four losses. Yeah, not good, not looking good for them at all. Um, let's move on to some of the games from the trials and key games there. The first one we've got down here is the Warriors and the Dolphins, mate. Roger Tuovashashek, how good has he come back? And to think that he was out for a year, it looks mm. like he's never left. Yeah, he w- he was unbelievable, and um, just I thought just the way that he that he approached the trials, he's here for the he's come back, you know, with a, with a point to prove, uh, mate. He was in everything, his footwork, the late footwork at the line, um, and I liked how you know their their uh, fullback was out before the game, and they didn't sort of move Roger to the fullback, you know. This year he's a centre, and that's where they're going to keep him. And I think he's going to be unbelievable. I'm so excited. I'm on the Waz this year. Mm. I'm all over the Waz. Oh, I know, mate. I saw. <laughs> I, def- I know you are. Um, One ninety-six metres, hundred six post contact, two line break assist, a try assist, eight tackle busts. Like that is sensational for someone who's been out of the game for yep. so long. I'm going to make a little prediction here. I reckon he gets Dallium Centre of the Year by the end of the year. Yeah, I'm not going to argue with you though. Yeah, he's fantastic. Um, question for you for the Dolphins. Do you think that the Dolphins should try and fit Valence Tawade into this side? He had 91 metres, 24 post contact, a line break, tackle bus, five hit ups. He was on for about 15 minutes. Had a real rip and tear, didn't he? Yeah, that's great. So that's for 15 minutes. Obviously, it's well documented um, in the preseason when Wayne Bennett came out and said he wasn't fit. Um, the way I, I see that, obviously, whatever they were doing behind behind closed doors wasn't working was it he wasn't getting a reaction of it so that was sort of I guess that was the last uh last resort um you know to come out and and, and drop him from the from the training squad uh so that he needs to get fit and you know he could have gone two ways he could have spat the dummy or he could have gone and got fit and he uh, you know he's obviously gone the right way mm. um he looked fit his attack's great you mm. know last year's attack's great um hard to handle because he's so big he just got caught out a little bit in defense last mm. year um, so you know, you think you talk about Roger. You know, if Roger come up against him with his defence, Roger would be licking his lips. But yeah. um, if he keeps working on his fitness, um, I think I think he's definitely an asset for the Dolphins. Yeah. Well, obviously Tom Gilbert just got ruled out for the year with the ACL. Do you maybe see him coming into the forward rotation, playing a little bit of the game in the back row or something? Yeah. Yeah, he could. Yeah. Obviously, comes back down to fitness again, doesn't mm. it? So um, you know, it's a lot harder in the forwards than in the centres, but. Um, I, I hope he, I hope he does because yeah. he has the potential to have sort of the cult following as one of my old teammates, Gorgeous George Rose. So yeah. um, you know everyone got behind him last year. So I uh, yeah I hope hope he gets it together. Um, yeah, totally. I agree. It's going to be interesting to see what that Dolphin seventeen mm. looks like. Um, and speaking of the seventeen, who's your six for round one for the Dolphins? You got Nikarima, Katoa, or Kurt Donahue? Kurt Donahue out for the first game, but yep. could definitely pick him when he comes back. Look, you, you know, Nikarima experience has been around. Katoa uh, up and coming, and, and Donahue obviously out for the first for this round. Uh, 
I'll have to go Nicarima. I think he started on the weekend. Mm. Um, so I th- I'm, I'm assuming that's where, where they're going to start round one. Yeah, I agree. He's been phenomenal. Ended the year last year really well as well. Uh, the next game, the Dragons and the Tigers. Dragons smash the Tigers. It's definitely not a headline that I thought I'd be reading. Mm. What are your thoughts on that one? Yeah, obviously, um, when they come into that game, uh, there's a lot of question marks over both teams. Uh, both new coaches, uh, sort of new squad. Sort of new squads, um, but I think the Tigers were really disappointing. Mm. I watched the Tigers the week before against uh, the Warriors, mm. when Tigers were full strength and, and Warriors had a lot of players out. Um, Warriors played sixty minutes with with twelve men, and uh, the Tigers didn't get away from them. So, mm. I think it's worrying signs at the moment for the Tigers. And I seen Benji come out and said that the attitude wasn't on, mm. which is worrying as yeah. well. You know, at the start of the year, you obviously you can't wait to play. Mm. Um, so it's a little bit alarming, but, um, you know, never know. They could get it together. Yeah. It is going to be interesting to see how Benji turns things around over the next two weeks. They've obviously got a week off for Vegas, and then they've got the buy-in round one. So yep. he's got two weeks to sort of bring the troops together. I'm very keen to see how he brings this side together too. And with such a talented side on paper, on paper, mm. realistically, should be a top eight side, yeah. or at least in and around there. But mentally, they haven't been able to get it together over the past few years. Yeah. With Benji as the new coach, I am keen to see just how he turns mm. things around um, going into this year, and especially after a, a loss to a team who are the favourites realistically to get the spoon as yeah. well. It's definitely not good signs, and that's just a Shane Flanagan coach side for you as well yeah. coming into the year. The Dragons doing some great things. Ben Hunt, ben Hunt was obviously a standout from that game as well. Uh, 73 metres, three tackle busts, two tries, two offloads, 12 tackles, 313 kicking metres. I mean, he was just on song all night, wasn't he? Yeah, he was, um, and obviously, again, there was obviously all the all the talk about him wanting wanting a release, but that shows he's committed. You know, it's a trial game, mm. and he he got in there and ripped in. Um, so, obviously, uh, Flano sort of talked him around, and he seemed to be buying in. And um, you know, they need him to fire. Yeah, he's their heart and soul, isn't he? So, uh, if they've got any chance of sort of making a run at the top eight, then mm. Ben Hunt needs to fire this year. Well, everyone's talking about Ben Hunt and the turnaround for the Dragons. I think the big turnaround in this side has been Tyrell Sloan. Obviously, he made an error pretty much every time he touched the ball two weeks yep. ago in that Charity Shield game. Comes out, zero errors, and just looked silky with the football. Set up a few tries, roaming both sides of the field. He looks really good now coming into the year, doesn't he, yeah, Tyrell Sloan? Yeah, he does. Um, you know, you go back to, to you know, I don't think what, what you read in the off-season... Um, Flanagan come out and sort of said he needs to get a little bit tougher, especially in defence. Um, and I think he sort of challenged him publicly, mm. so uh, you know he can he can go and work on it. And I thought he I thought he was really good. Mm. Um, you know the, the, they can attack the Dragons. The, the, they can attack. Um, it's obviously just lapses in defence and mm. uh, and whatnot. But um, yeah, I think it's a big improvement. Yeah, totally. And then Jaden Sewer as well, getting back to a bit of origin form. 155 metres, 42 post contact, line break, line break assist, seven tackle busts, 12 hit-ups, three offloads. He was silky as well. Really good coming into the year for him. Yeah, he's good. He's, he's really strong on that edge. Mm. Um, yeah, once again, you know, they need their experienced players to fire the Dragons, Ben Hunt and Sua. So, um, you know, it'd be interesting. Obviously, it's only early. Dragons do, have been known to come out early uh, mm. in the year and fire and then and fizzle out. So... Um, be interesting to see if they can maintain it this year. Yeah, I agree. It's going to be interting to see how both guys, uh, both teams, sorry, come into the year. Um, one wooden spoon favourite that just yeah. pumped the Tigers, and one Tiger side that on paper looks really good, but struggling obviously 
during the preseason. Uh, and then the last game we'll touch on was the Titans and the Eels game. Mike Acevo's been suspended for three weeks. He's just today, well, when we're recording this today, accepted that three-match ban. What are your thoughts on that one? Do you think that these uh, rules and the strictness of these rules should be the same for trial games? What are your thoughts on the suspension, obviously, for the tackle on AJ? Yeah, yeah, I, I think it has to be the same. Um, when you start, you know, making exceptions for trials and stuff, that, that won't work. But obviously, he's a big loss. Um, you know, they need him firing, especially, you know, on the kick returns when mm. he brings it back so strongly. Um, you know, his he's try-scoring rate's mm. um, quite good as well. So he's going to be a big loss. But, you know, at times last year, he was sort of in and out of games. Mm. You know, they need him for what he was like the year before, big, mm. powerful, strong, big kick returns. And uh, yeah, so, yeah, hopefully, you know, for the next three weeks, you know, he's training hard and uh, mm. comes back with a, with a point proof. Yeah, that's, it's going to be interesting to see who they pick as well uh, on the wing there for the um, Parramatta Reels. They've obviously got Sean Russell, Hayes Dunstar, Morgan Harper, who I thought against the mm. Raiders the week before was really solid. Yep. And then Blaze Talagi, if they want to just get him into first grade as well, they can pick him um, in there. It, it will be interesting to see who they go for. Do you have any ideas of who you'd pick there? Um, look, there's three three probably blokes there have played NRL before. Mm. Um I'd probably go maybe Sean Russell. I think that's probably what, what, mm. what they'll lean towards. Um, but, you know, whoever was going to go there will probably do a good job. Yeah, I agree. Um, and then talking about the Titans, AJ Brimson. We yeah. talked about Roger at centre. AJ was just another level out. He was yeah. unreal. Yeah, he was very good. Um, obviously, in the off-season, people didn't know whether he was going to come back as a centre or a full-back. Um, but obviously, he come back as a centre. And, yeah, he was unbelievable. Um and those stats, he come off early as well. So, mm. uh, yeah, it's positive signs up there um, mm. for them. Yeah, totally. They've obviously got a few outs in round one. Jaden Campbell um, and Dave Fafita as well for the first four weeks. I think Fafita's done his peck. Jaden mm. Campbell's done something to his leg. Uh, big losses, but, I mean, they've got rookies that can go in there and kill it. Keanu yeah. Keeney at fullback has done a great job uh, last year and obviously coming into the trials as well. Yeah. And then they've got Jacob Alec. Interestingly, interestingly though... Uh, Bo Firm has actually moved to the left, so does it hint at maybe Fafita going to the right-hand side with Tanner Boyd and working with AJ Brimson, building a combination there? Yeah, I, th- I think I think he'll be whatever side uh, Kieran Forrest is playing on. Um, mm. They had a good combination um, last year. He plays on the left, is that right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, plays on the left. So uh, I think him and uh, him and Forrest strike up a good a good combination. Um, but like you said, you know it's. With Des up there now, mm. I know from experience, if, if there's any uh, people coming into first grade, yeah. well, you know what you expect out from, from Des, you know, and you know what to expect from the team. So um, I think whoever they pull up there mm. um, will do a good job for them. And they've got really good rookies as well. We watched yep. a few of them. So I think that the Titans could be a top eight side this year, really. Um, they play a really fast brand of football, and I think they could catch a few top eight teams from last yep. year off guard for sure. So... Titans looking good. Eels looking really good as well. Excited to see how both of those teams come into the season for 2024. Let's touch on Vegas. Uh, We've got two really exciting games. Interesting point for Vegas, though. We are playing with smaller fields, obviously five metres shorter on each side. It is going to be a bit more of a defensive battle, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it doesn't sound like much, but it does make a massive difference. Um, You know, you train and you play on the exact same field every, every week, so... 
Um, he'll probably be a bit through more through the forwards. Um, not so much room for the for the backs to move. So yep. it's going to be a real uh, battle in the middle, and sort of whoever wins that middle battle mm. is probably going to get a little bit of joy out out on the edge. For punters as well, I'd definitely expect a very low scoring game. So be careful with your try scorers. Yeah, I'd be picking more edge back rowers, middles to barge over the line as well, rather than outside backs going into these two games as well. Uh, just because it is going to be that big middle battle. Um, for these ones, we've obviously got the Manly Seagulls and the South Senior Abidos first up. Anyone from these team lists for you that stands up? Yeah, we'll start off with Manly. The obvious one, Tom Dravojevic. Hmm. He's back. Um, you know, missed last year with with that injury. He's just so important to that team. Hmm. Um, and obviously, when he's linking up with Daly, uh, Croker, hmm. especially in the, in the spine in there in that middle, mate. And when I feel like with Manly, when their forwards are winning the battle. Then you got Daly playing off the back. You got Tom playing off the back, and that's scary, mm. you know. Um, so obviously the big ones, Tom. If he can stay fit, you know, I, I think they have. A, I think they have a really good chance this year. Yeah, I do too. And I think even without Tom, even if he's out for five, six, seven games, I still think they can make the eight just with the guys they've got that can come in at fullback as well. Garrett came in towards the mm. back end of the year at fullback and killed it. And Cowler had an absolute blinder at yep. fullback towards the back end of the yeah, year as well. So. I mean, they've got the talent where even if Tom Travojevic goes down, they're pretty much the top eight side, in my opinion. So I'm excited for them in this game. And as a South fan, I am scared <laughs> shitless. Um, speaking of the Rabbitohs, anyone that stands out there for you? Latrell. Mm. You know, it's a battle of the fullbacks. Uh, he has so much influence on, on that team. Um, and He's looking quite trim mm. this year. I sent photos of him the other day. He's looking yeah. quite trim. So he's looking fit. Um, seems happy. I seen Cody Walker pass his fitness test the other day. Mm. Um, so when those two are uh, playing together, it's mm. quite it's quite dangerous for other teams. Yeah. And just them having a positive impact on the side as well and playing good football. Generally, when Latrell and Cody are playing good footy, the Rabbitohs are playing good footy. So just seeing how they combine. I don't think we're going to see much of that combination going down the left just because it's going to be more a middle battle. But going into the year, definitely a combination to watch. If they're humming, the Rabbitohs are humming for sure. Yep. Uh, and Sean Kepi, the new signing as well in the middle. Um, as a middle yourself, what are your thoughts on him as a recruit for the South Senior Rabbitohs? Yeah, I think it's good. And especially coming up against the Seagulls, who let him go. Mm. You know, he, from experience, he'll go back there with a, with a point to prove. So I think he'll be looking to have a big game. Um, hmm. uh, you've got Tom Burgess coming off the bench. Uh, and uh, Havili as well. So mm. I think it's going to be a good battle of the middles. Yeah, totally. Big Mawali there as well. Tveta Tatola, who always plays big minutes. We've got a good forward pack this year, Rabbitohs. I think it's going to be a big game uh, in the middle for sure. Uh, Seagulls, Rabbitohs. Who are you tipping for that one? I'm going to go with the Seagulls. Yep. I think, um, I know they got over there early, prepared. They've been in Vegas the whole time. So they might have had a few beers together, a bit of bonding, and uh, now they're ready to go. Yep, I agree. It's going to be a big year, and I cannot wait to see how both of these sides go, and particularly this weekend. It's going to be a fun one as well. Uh, last game for Vegas before we uh, finish up, the Roosters and the Broncos. Start off with the Roosters. Out of this team list, obviously we were talking pre-recording about the bench. Yep. Talk to me. Well, obviously a big one, Crichton left out on the bench. Mm. Um, so, he, you know, he's an international player, and he's been left out of the, of the team around one. So... Um, You've got some young kids in there. Uh, White, mm. he's come in there. Uh, I know you were talking him up yep. b before, so I'm interested to see how he goes. But 
I was a little bit worried about the Roosters the other day uh, when they played Manly. Mm. Um, you know, their sort of second string team. I thought they were going to blow them away, but they didn't. But um, mm. you know, then the, you look through their team list. The the names they have is just unbelievable, and um, you know, I feel like this year they might need to get going because mm. you know, in a couple of years, Tedesco, Tupo, mm. Walker. I mean, sorry, Kiri, yep. you know, they're all going to be retiring. So I mm. feel like their window is about to close. Yeah, totally. I agree. Uh, it's going to be an interesting one. Obviously, uh, Billy Smith's in there. Dominic Young yep. injured for this one. Yep. It's just crazy how they can just so easily move Sawali to the yep. wing and bring in a guy like Billy Smith. Their depth is insane yep. this year. And obviously, we talked about the forward pack off the bench as well. It's going to be massive to see how that bench looks in round one. They've obviously yep. got a few guys missing out. It's which, which is quite controversial, but when you put this side together, yeah. it's so hard to fit everyone in, and you've still got Jared to come back into yep. the side as yeah, well. Yeah, so exactly. yep. be interesting to see how this Roosters side looks. We better not bag the Roosters anymore because Mace is yeah. shaking in his boots. We might get the sack. Uh, Broncos, Broncos, um, taking a look at this lineup. Is there anyone that stands out to you there? Well, I can't go past the fullbacks in our, at the moment. You know, Reese mm. Walsh, um, Payne Haas. You say it's going to be a, you know a shorter field battle of the middles. Payne Harsey's there's no better middle than Payne Harsey. He, he and he keeps getting better every year. You know he is a freak. Um, I don't. I, he's probably one of the best front rollers I've seen for sure. Unbelievable. Um, so yeah, it's probably a battle of the middle, and I think Payne Haas has the uh, has the edge there. Yeah, totally. Payne Haas, Paddy Carrigan. It is definitely going to be that forward battle against Lindsay Collins, who was an Origin player last year, and yep. Big Spencer Lanyu starting as well. Yep. Yeah, that, again, it's just going to be that forward battle. And what better teams to pick than the Seagulls, the Rabbitohs, mm. the Roosters, and the Broncos in terms of those forward battles with some of the better forwards in the competition as well? It's going to be a big weekend, and I'm keen for it. Thanks for hopping on again. Great, thank you. That's full time. See you in the next one.